You're listening to the Mobcast Network. Welcome to the Weekly Mobcast, your look at what's happening in pop culture and what's going on in the Mobcast Network. You can follow us on Twitter at Mobcast Network or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Mobcast Network. Now here are your hosts, Scotty and Stephanie. Welcome to the Weekly Mobcast, episode 50. Woo! 50! 50! 50! 50! That's awesome. That's the only time people really get excited about it. Like, Hold on, I'm not 50! We're like, we're 50! <laughs> or 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 maybe uh, Molly Shannon in SNL. I'm 50! <laughs> 50 years old and oh. I like to kick and stretch! Yeah. I need to play that. Hold on. I'm proud to say that I'm 50 years old. I'm not one of those gals who's afraid to tell a real age. And I like to kick, stretch, and kick. I'm 50. 50 years old. Yes, so we like to stretch and kick. We're 50. The Weekly Mop Gas is 50. Woo-hoo. Not years, just episodes. <laughs> We're like two. That's <laughs> awesome. Years. But 50 in cat years. Um, I'm your host, your Native American pop culture spirit guide, Scotty, and I'm joined by the still uh, nomenclatureless. Yeah, just still maybe your trusty sidekick, Stephanie. <laughs> Woo! Oh, you're much cooler than a trusty sidekick. I know. We'll come up with something cool. I mean, I mean, I mean, if it you're my sidekick, be. you're like the Black Widow of sidekicks. I mean, I'm awesome, <laughs> is what I am. Right? You truly am, are. I am the J to your Silent Bob. But I talk a lot. <laughs> you do. You do. I'm but not, uh, but Silent Bob's cooler than Jay. I mean, now with the, without the beard, I'm I'm very less like. Um, but he's so much cooler than Jay. Oh well, I'm uses a you know. He's had some issues, but he's all right. <laughs> I mean, I actually was watching uh, Clerks Two on um, one of the cable channels. I think it was a Stars, maybe, or the, um, or uh, a movie channel, perhaps. <laughs> perhaps it was an Encore. One of those family of a family show, <laughs> family, family <laughs> of networks. Cause, okay, because you know, I, I know it wasn't a an HBO or a Cinemax because I do not have those. Can they're joined at the? They're like okay. They're like I have cousins. them all. So wow. No. Well, it's only because my husband had to get the huge soccer package, and in order <laughs> to get the huge soccer package, all the other movie stuff came along with it. Oh, that's so that's a bonus. Well, it just it it was sold like that. And so he wanted more football. Football. Yes. Before we get too involved into this particular episode, though. Well, hold on. Before we go into that, let's let's do our sponsor. How about that? Oh, do it. Do your sponsor. All right. So this week's sponsor is Becca Doodles. Uh, she's an amazing artist. She does great things. You should check out her site at BeccaDoodles.com. You can listen to the ad now. BeccaDoodles.com. The art of cute. Beck Seashoals is a cartoonist, illustrator, author, and crafter who has a variety of adorkable art. Beck has drawn sketch cards for Lucasfilm, DC Comics, Mars Attacks, and now she has art for you. From her shop, you can find precious versions of your favorite characters from science fiction, fantasy, and superheroes, as well as her very own cast of charming critters. Get prints, 
stickers, wrapping paper, stationery, and more. BeccaDoodles.com, the art of cute. That's BeccaDoodles.com. Go, go. She's got stickers and all kinds of geeky fun stuff. I, you know, I, I love her Star Wars art. I love, she just did a scrape poster uh, that's, the alphabet Star Wars, and so it's like A is for Anakin, and, and it's, it's all just great, great things. Z is for Zuckus, which is amazing. That's awesome. So it's very, very cool. So definitely, and I think she's made those as print, so you can get it at uh, BeccaDoodles.com. So I'm sorry to interrupt your train of thought, but we had to get the business out of the way. No, no. I um, have a surprise for our 50th episode. We have a surprise? I have a surprise. All right. So you talk while I get the surprise. All right. We're talking. I'm talking while we get the surprise. Well, I could have done the ad then. <laughs> so, um, how's it? How are you? You're doing well. Good. I'm glad that you're doing well. Oh, look at this! <laughs> I have a fancy bottle of champagne <laughs> to celebrate. Oh, so we have to get the, the cork pop on. The, oh, I'm going to on, on the on the mic so people understand that we're not just making sound effects. Wow! Yeah, I am unwrapping a bottle of bubbly Ooh. that has been chilling in my fridge. This will be a very special podcast. I may end up sleeping on your couch. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know I have absinthe we can put in it. Ah, <laughs> oh, death in the afternoons. Uh, all right, here we go. Ready? Ooh, that made a good Ooh, sound. Ooh, yes, it did. I'm fitty. I'm fitty. I like to kick and stretch. <laughs> and drink champagne. Drink champagne. All right. Now we can celebrate. <laughs> this is not quite the, the sippy cup of wine. <laughs> well, I mean, I have the sippy cup over there. <laughs> oh, that's for you later. <laughs> I might be drinking champagne out of it. Thank you so much. All right. Cheers. Cheers. To another 50 and maybe another 50 after that. Yes, <laughs> we'll, indeed. And after 150, we'll see if we want to continue this relationship. <laughs> like any good marriage, right? Yes, we'll we'll reevaluate re- the terms. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. Oh, that's good. Sometimes, you know, sometimes you get a dry champagne, which kind of kicks you in the face. Mm-hmm. I like a good sweet champagne. Yeah. I like, well, that's kind of a semi-sweet. Yeah. So. So it's not, so it's delicious. Absolutely. Okay. All right. So we're celebrating. Woohoo. So what's for, I'll let you go with the agenda since you brought me liquor. <laughs> okay. Um, well, uh, we started with um, some Kevin Smith uh, in the intro and whatnot. Um, I wanted to talk about his new show, Geeking Out. I, I watched it um, while well, I've been recording it. I watched their Comic-Con episode and... Um, then this week I watched their, I guess their, to me, their first actual episode. And I absolutely love it. While I was watching it, I'm thinking, oh, that's exactly what Scotty and I do. Except they have famous people and videos. So, but it was great. I love it. What do you think? Um, You know, it's, it's you know, Kevin Smith does a great job of what he does. He's... You know, he's living the dream. He's the fanboy who made it. And and he's got that persona well because that's who he is. And and so he sells that really well. Um, I like the addition of uh, Greg Gungberg, mm-hmm. uh, who most people will know as um, from Heroes or Felicity. Or he was the pilot in Lost. Basically, a lot of J.J. Abrams pieces. Because as I learned on the show, they've been friends since they were five. So... 
Indeed. There's hope for all my buddies if I make it. You're Woo-hoo! all going to be my stuff. I'm excited. Um, you know, it, it, it. You know, it's. I mean, it's a fine show. It's 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 a it's a weird and a half hour format. I'd probably like it a little bit longer. Yeah, well, there's a lot of commercials in it for. I mean, um, you know, but, you got to sell those sponsorships and whatnot. Yeah, but <laughs> I don't know. I get it. I get it. Um, it, it's a it's it's a fine show. I, I, um, for years, ever since I saw Clerks, have been, uh, was I'm starstruck by Kevin Smith. I I absolutely love his writing. I love his movies. I love the fact that he is just a big geek, you know, who happens to make money doing what he enjoys. Um, it is just a. It's fascinating, I guess, to watch him for me. Right. And to watch because he's still this regular guy, or he seems like this regular guy who's out there doing what he wants to. And um, so I'm going to make it my mission to um, meet him one day and be in one of his movies, I've decided. Oh, I see. Well, I am. So Kevin Smith, if you're listening... He's an avid fan. I know he is. I know one day he will hear this podcast. (laughs) And I'm, you know, if you're listening, I really want to be in one of your movies. So, uh, you know, he, I hear this coming season, he's directing an episode of The Flash again, like, because he did before. It looks like he's also going to direct an episode of Supergirl, which is going to be interesting. And the rumor is uh, Josh Whedon is going to be directing a musical number uh, show for Flash and Arrow? Supergirl. Supergirl. As a I have not seen Supergirl. I'm, I should be smacked on the wrist, I'm no, sure. No, no. I mean, it was on CBS, and now it's on CW. And so, I mean, I've seen a couple episodes. It's all right. I, mean, I, I watch mean. Arrow. I watch Flash. I party fouled. Oh, my goodness. Do you need the sippy cup? No. <laughs> well, you don't use that keyboard anyway, so it's yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> my iPad just wanted some drink. <laughs> well, there's some more, so, you know. Yeah. Anyway, continue. Um, um, anyway, I, I do watch Arrow and I watch Flash, and I absolutely love those shows. Um, I I I don't watch Supergirl, and I don't know if I will. Um, Why you don't like Supergirl? I don't like Supergirl. I don't like Superman. I don't like um, I don't like Kryptonians actually. <laughs> so there you so go. you're a Kryptonian racist? I am. I am. I'm anti Kryptonian. <laughs> That's um, your new title. <laughs> I'm your native American pop pop culture spirit guide. And to my left is my ho- co-host, the Kryptonian racist Stephanie Ward. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, I just I don't I just don't like it. Um, no, sir, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. No, sir, I don't like Kryptonian. That's okay. I you know for the longest time, and I, I was a what I would call a fish person bigot. A fish person, you bigot. Yeah. Are you talking about Aquaman? I was talking, yeah, Aquaman, Aqualad. Who I, you know, when people talk about the worst super, uh, um, superhero sidekicks, you know, I always list Aqualad because he's the sidekick to Aquaman. <laughs> well, and I in the comics and in um, oh, well, I'm just I'm just basing this on that stupid the, super the old show. cartoons. Yeah, the old super friend show. He's like, I'll Aquaman was lame. Right, fish. Right. Um, Jason Momoa, though, mm, I don't think this particular Aquaman's going to be lame. Oh, uh, no, no. I get it. You find him sexy. That doesn't mean he's not going to be lame. <laughs> oh, he's going to be amazing. I, I just know it. Shh. We're not going to talk about that. You can't be anti-fish with Jason Momoa. Oh, I can tell we can be anti-fish. I'll go, oh, you and me will go in this movie. I'll just go in and be like, I don't want to see this movie. <laughs> but 
Um, because I'm trying to get to why. Oh yeah, and I was also anti Namor because I was my fish bigotry was universal. I was right. like, if you come from the ocean, I don't and I don't eat seafood. I so say, I'm you like, you don't eat seafood. So I'm like, you. I really don't like fish. And um, but you love the beach. I do. I do enjoy the beach. Um, but I, you know, it's 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 funny. A few years ago. Marvel had a sh- kind of a, I guess Bendis was writing this, uh, Brian Michael Bendis was writing the X-Men at the time, and uh, he put Namor back with the X-Men, well, with the X-Men, because Namor is the first mutant. Right. Do you know what Namor's mutant power is? Oh, no. What do you think it is? Picture Namor. Yeah. Can you picture Namor? Barely. So I'm, you know, I'm thinking. I'm still got Jason Momoa in right, my brain. So, so, what, so. Do you th- what do you think? Just, of, just tell me. No, just I can't. I, guess. I want to play this game while we're drinking. Uh, <laughs> so Namor also is, is is he's very handsome. Yes, he is. And he you know wears just underwear or you know, right. swim trunks. Trunk so trunk. so his superpower is to fertilize women without touching them. Well, that would not be fun, right? No, not at all. But <laughs> he'd be like, "All right, no, 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 you're pregnant from afar. You're gonna have my weird shrimp baby." <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> you know, the barnacle babies all around the world from Neymar. <laughs> uh, no, uh, if if you do recall that Neymar has wings on his ankles and can fly. Oh, that's his mutant powers. <laughs> It was a different time back in the 30s. <laughs> just, you know, you have to wonder about what drugs the writers were taking yeah, back then. Drugs. They were just like, I got a fish guy. I want to make him do something. I want a fish guy who fly flies. Fly from his feet? Well, he doesn't really fly from his feet. He's got the wings on. I think the wings... I, I don't think he flies for the feet. He just gives him the ability to fly. It's, it's, like, it's like how kids think that Superman can't fly without his cape. Right. You know, when you see... You know, it's the cape that makes him. It's not the cape that makes him fly. It just makes him look cooler. Now, granted, I don't think the wings make on his feet make him look cooler. I'm just saying that's what gives him his ability to fly, which also makes him mutant because he's an Atlantean, and he's a mutant Atlantean. Uh, so is his cousin Namorita, which is poorly named. <laughs> <laughs> oh my so, goodness! So for a long time, I was really against. You know, Namor and and uh, Aquaman, and I had read some of the hardcore, harder core. You know, Aquaman loses his wife and his hand, and he goes through right, this, right. He go he goes through some shit, man. He goes through some real, real. And stuff. then they change some things about him in the comic books completely, right? And so, but even then, I was like, I, I don't, I don't care. And you have a message. I do, but I'm, I'm not <laughs> going to answer it because I'm podcasting. All right, and I'm I'm complaining about Namor and Aquaman, um, and then Namor was kind of the same way. And then I don't know when when Bendis put Namor with the X Men and kind of he out snootied Magneto, and it was just kind of he was super pompous and slept with Emma Frost, and it was awesome. I just I was like I was, you know, I was like I can kind of respect that pompous ass of a man you know right. something different I, I saw him in a different light and uh so i'm kind of pro namor right now for a while so well that's good but typically like fish people I'm just maybe not. after maybe after the aquaman movie or the justice league movie or what's coming up um you will like aquaman well they're saying that aquaman's gonna be is is dc's version of wolverine which i totally disagree with well he's not in the comic books well not even i don't really think in the movies he's gonna be hmm. i mean how tough can you be in the water? 
<laughs> I don't know, but I'd like I mean, to find you, out. You just want to see him without clothes on. I got you. Don't don't get me wrong. I mean, I, can 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 we have him scantily clad and have a story? Is kind of what I'm trying to drive at. What else did he recently get cast in? There's something else. Well, I can't, um, re- I can't remember. I'm gonna have to look this up real quick. There was something announced. Because any. Anyway, because I'm having worries about the Wonder Woman movie now. And why it, are you worried about Wonder Woman? Oh, the open letter from um, from the guy at Warner Bros. to the Warner Brothers execs after Suicide Squad, and then Jared Leto. Uh, the stuff with Jared Leto that came out today is kind of making me worry about Wonder Woman. So Jared Leto really thinks the that Crow. He, oh, he's gonna be the Crow. Yes, he just got. They're redoing the Crow, and he got cast. Can't rain all the time. <laughs> <laughs> It's been a long time since I've seen the. I saw the crow in theaters. I saw the crow in when Mobile still had the dollar theaters. I did. I I saw the crow way back when. Yeah. Anyway, I saw. Ninety um, four. I've been rewatching the Wonder Woman trailer, and the more I watch it, the more I like it. And it's very interesting that they have chosen to um, put the setting in World War One instead of World War Two, which is... Ca- Captain America's right. in World War Two, Right, so, so they're America trying kinda, not to do right. that comparison thing. I think Captain America kind of got the lockdown on it. Well, I mean, they both, you know... I agree. But still. But I think, I think it's smart on Warner Brothers' part to put it in, in, in World War One. Absolutely. So, I hope, I hope it's... I hope it's going to be fantastic. I, you know, you know, for DC's sake and Warner Brothers' sake, I hope it's good. But we, you know, as last week we discussed, we had disagreements on Suicide Squad. I don't think the, I think the acting was there, but I don't think there's a story. Oh, I definitely agreed with you on there. There's not a story. I enjoyed it just because it was fun. Now, as far as you know, content, you know, it wasn't all there. But see, I find that a cop out. I mean. It's, why? Do, why do people say that? I mean, why do you say that? That that? Okay, I, I saw a movie and I guess there was no content, but eh, it was all right. I mean, because I didn't expect anything from it. I, I expect to be entertained, and I don't think I was in Suicide Squad. I mean, there was. I think there were fine actors in there, doing the best that they could with what they had. I like I said I think story and script fails them completely. And um, and we talked about this last week. I just don't think Warner Brothers gets it. I think Marvel gets it because it's their bread and butter. M- Warner Brothers is looking at DC as a cash cow and not letting stories develop or grow. Right. And so, you know, oh, we'll get Margot Robbie, who's very attractive, and we'll make her a Harley Quinn, and you know, we'll put her out. We'll put Will Smith, who who's got star power, and one of the few African Americans who can sell worldwide. I mean, it's true. I mean, it I hate, true. I'm not. I'm not trying to be racist about it. I'm. I'm just being realistic about it. Will Smith is one of those people who can carry a movie and carry a movie in China, and that's while Suicide Squad. I don't think it's being released in China. I, I was reading that today because if it doesn't get re, re, if it doesn't get released in China, it's not going to do well. Oh. So like 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 it's not going to make all its money back. But I don't know. There's just you know the rumor mills and the articles and the f- clickbait out there. You never know what's really real out there. So hopefully, you know, I I want them to keep trying and making neat things. But I don't know. But so um, Lito was upset and was saying that he thinks he was deceived because it was you know what was 
released was not the movie they shot. He's he's kind of... Did you read any of the stuff that he did during the filming? Um, you know, he's kind of a method actor. Yeah, so, so was he Pledger. <laughs> right, right. But um, he, he would do things like um, mail... Uh, dead animals to some of the cast members. And, right. I mean, really weird, kind of over the top, a little bit, uh, in my opinion, above and beyond. Right. <laughs> and so we're saying that you're not going to be ma- mailing dead animals to us. I'm not. No, no, I probably would not go that far. Weird, but the Joker, you're like, I think the Joker would do that. I'm going <laughs> to. Dear uh, Will Smith, here's a dead mouse. <laughs> but I think that had, had the movie gotten um better ratings he would not be saying things like that the same movie if the same movie people liked it and it got great ratings and and whatnot i really think i i think he's looking for an excuse as to why the movie's not doing well of course i'm not a fan of his either so but i am especially in um lord of war and i'm really really like him in um that was buyer's club but and I like him. I thought he was a fine Joker. He, he's not my favorite Joker, but he's not a bad Joker. He was not a bad Joker. And I don't think there's really been a bad. I haven't seen a Joker that I'm like that was not the Joker. No, I even, even in the re- animated ones. I think everyone has their own little spin on it, and it, it worked. And I thought it worked for. I thought Jack Nicholson was fantastic uh, for the for its time. I think Jack Nicholson was just Jack Nicholson in white makeup. Right, which was, was a great Joker. Which is a great Joker, but you know, you know, it's like it's like Tommy Lee Jones's Two Face. It, it's Tommy Lee Jones, Jones and makeup, because right. you know he is a you know they're of a an, an area of an, an era of actors who didn't really have to act; they just showed up and and were right. You know, acting was different. They you know character it wasn't so well, much those movies were work. different anyway. Right. Well, they were a, very campy, right? So I think I think they got campy. I don't I don't really think I don't consider the eighty nine Batman campy. I think Tim Burton was going for something that Tim Burton does. Now, on the flip side, the Joel Schumacher films are campy. Right. I mean, Schumacher was like, let's just be, woo, let's brighten it up and make crazy stuff because, you know, cocaine and whores for everyone. Woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I imagine a Joel Schumacher set. Right. Be. Apparently, I'm never going to work for Joel Schumacher now. <laughs> Joel Schumacher, if you are listening to Don't this. Don't listen to this episode. Let's, let's, just, let's just say that. I let's, am still willing to be in your movies. <laughs> just Lost Boys 12. I'd totally I don't know, be in whatever, that. whatever, you know. that. Or, uh, what was it? Did he do DC Cab or Car Watch? One of the others. <laughs> One of those. I think he did DC Cab. Um, but, you know, that being said, if... I don't know. Regardless of ratings, if he shot a bunch of stuff that he, he, you know, as an actor, and you know this, you know, you're you're given lines and, and scenes, and you work on character from those scenes, from that context. Is what you have. Now, if an editor goes in and, and or a director and editor goes in afterwards and removes all that content, right? It re- it removes the meaning exactly. And so I think that's his more of his complaint. They shot a bunch of stuff. That fleshed a lot of this stuff out, and they didn't show it. And granted, you know, take it as you. I mean, movies get edited, right? It happens. I mean, that's how you do. You get hours and hours of footage, and you cut it down to ninety minutes or two hours, whatever this one was. It just it seemed like five. It just dragged after a while. But <laughs> uh, those DC movies, man. 
Yes. I hope they give. Now, my husband did say he rewatched um, the Batman versus Superman. Mm-hmm. And he, he came home and he says, you have to watch that movie again. And I'm like, why do I have to watch that movie again? It was so much better the second time I watched it. You just have, you have to watch it again. So um, I probably will, I guess, with and, and look at it a little bit more open-mindedly. Well, I have the see. Ultimate Edition if you want to borrow it. Well, that's fantastic. Because I like the Ultimate Edition. I mean, I liked it. I think, I I think Batman's awesome. I like Bad Flag a lot. We like so we talked about it last week. I really I like Bad Flag. So. so hopefully, hopefully DC will um, learn from these mistakes that they're making and do better. No, because it's not DC. Well, not DC, but Warner. Warner. I hope Warner. I think if DC was in control, this wouldn't happen. Right. I hope Warner Brothers hears. Right, but I what's don't think, going on? But see, here's a here's a. Here's the thing: Warner and Marvel. Yes, Marvel's owned by Disney, but Marvel's owned by by Disney by the fact is that they're a separate company that has a parent company. And while they have some agendas that lined up, Mar- D- Disney kind of leaves Marvel to let Marvel do what it does because they bought them for a reason, right? You know, you know, they were doing things, and Disney thought they could help them do those things with bigger budgets and bigger. And and they have, I think, Disney's influence monetarily has made better films from for marvel i mean without disney there's n- not really an avengers or or you know right. civil war i mean we don't get these epic films that we love guardians of the galaxy i'm sure wouldn't have been made without disney's involvement the difference is that warner bros bought dc years ago right and they're 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 while they're a subsidiary they're more like uh a a place where we store ideas that we can shove out. Now, Warner Bros. has other movies to make. They have other stories to tell. DC's is part of that. And it's not, and so they don't have an outlet for them to, to be solely like Disney has a ton of stuff, but Disney has, you know, you know, Miramax and Disney studios and right. Pixar and all these other stuff that, that handle those areas. And, and the, that group is solely, you know, you know, responsible, you know, responsible for that. And, the, and then they get behind it. Warner Bros. isn't set up that way. And so, I mean, it's just one kind of happy family that they're, you know, right now superheroes are hot, so we have a... Hey, let's make these movies now. Right, and without the same direction or care I think Marvel's doing, I think that's what they're missing. And they made some changes in personnel this spring that I think will get them there. But I don't think it'll be any time. Like, I don't think it will save the Wonder Woman film. Which will probably be a f- okay film. I mean, I hope it's a great film. I'm really looking for because I'm not a Wonder Woman fan. I know you're just you're, I am you, a huge which, Wonder Woman, which is fan. great. However, I liked what they did with her and Batman Superman, and I'm like, I'm really excited to see her to do more things. Um, the the Wonder Woman trailer and the Justice League trailer at Comic Con. I'm really excited to see her and and right. And so now, while that may not translate to me buying a Wonder Woman comic. I will go see this movie. Right. See, now I I have Wonder Woman comics, right. and of course I've been since I was a little girl a huge, huge, huge fan of Wonder Woman. So I were mean, you? So were you? Did you get into it from the comics, or did you get it from Linda Carter? I mean, Linda how, Carter. How did, I mean, how did your your Wonder Woman love well, start? I mean, I I was born in nineteen <clears throat> something, and um, nineteen something. and. Uh, when I was, I own my age. I was born in seventy seven, honey. <laughs> I, Star Wars are like this, oh, which is right. you can't see. It's an audio podcast. Awesome. 
so okay, I was born afterward. in 72. And so I was, um, cheers. <laughs> yeah, cheers. I, I remember watching the Wonder Woman television show, which I own all of, by the way. So that's that was my first. Um, She's wearing her Wonder Woman shirt. Yes, I am. I have several. <laughs> um, and ever since I saw that, it's like, oh, my God, that's who I want to be. I want to be Wonder Woman. I want to be this very strong, powerful um, woman, you know, that that can do all these great things. And, of course, later on, I um, started reading the comics and right. getting into that. And, uh, and of course, the, the you know, the comics make um, the television show look. I mean, you know, nothing. Wonder Woman is truly this strong, you know, powerful, can do anything woman, you know. Um, and I admired that, you know. I know, and oh, yeah. I, so, I totally get it. And, and it's, whereas Marvel has all of these great f- female superheroes they do and i love there's so many that i love in marvel and i love no, let me say i love mar i like marvel better than i like dc love the x-men love i love the marvel universe but i love wonder woman because marvel doesn't have to me somebody that is a wonder woman oh i agree i agree they they, do they, not don't. Ha- they don't have a a quote-unquote wonder woman like a a, a hero of that caliber I think they're trying to make uh, Captain Marvel. They're trying to wedge that onto her, right? And being this kind of celestial space hero who kind of does a lot of things, and um, so maybe I think that's the closest thing they've got to a Wonder Woman. But she, does, I, I don't think she like the cool thing about DC. In regards if you like them or not, it, but you know the fact that DC has a Trinity. They have Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. There's nothing right. like that for Marvel. I no. Mean, no, you know, there's you know. a lot of teams. Tons of teams. Well, DC has a ton of teams too. Right. I mean, that's a comic book thing. But you know, you don't have a you know a core like like when I, I think even as a non DC fan, seeing you know that god awful Doomsday in that movie. Anyway, but I like, I love that movie. I hate that Doomsday. I was like as right. mu- I was like, as much as I like that movie, that Doomsday is terrible. But I like seeing that that he does that crazy Cyclops blast. And then you've got, you know, Wonder Woman in the, the shield protecting everybody. And I'm like, holy shit, the Trinity's here. And it's going to, it's on. It is on. And it was. And it, you know, I love watching her fight and just, just, it's good to see that. I don't, you know, you got Lois who's supposed to be a strong woman running around trying to find a stick. <laughs> <laughs> but she's a reporter. It's like, she's whatever. <laughs> I'm going to find a stick. Oh, I like that movie. There's... There, it's not perfect. But not, it's not perfect, but yeah, I've always always had a thing for Wonder Woman, and I really, really hope that the movie does not disappoint me. Oh, it I'm doesn't like, either. I, I really want you to have the that experience. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, for me, my favorite. Comic, I want tears. That's what I want, oh, I and you, I don't cry. Right, so I, that well, being hope, said, I want tears. Well, I hope you get them. I hope they're tears of joy, and, yeah. and I hope we're there to experience that. And I think that's great because. You're getting something that I most likely will never get because I seriously doubt they will put my favorite combo character either in a TV show or a movie. And who is your favorite combo? Rachel Summers, oh, the daughter yeah. of Gene and Scott. The, I love her the too, The second though. carrier of the Phoenix, the one who carried her the longest. Alan Davis and Chris Claremont's Excalibur is fantastic. When I, I started reading comics, Excalibur. I got obsessed. 
I, I was obsessed with that comic. I became obsessed with Rachel and the whole idea of the, coming from that dystopian future and trying to, you know, find identity uh, herself. And because you know she had had been through all this turmoil, and she gets a, a point where she can, you know, have something normal and try to find her parents. And you know, one's like, okay, I'm, that's cool. You're my daughter. From the, and the other one is like, I am four years older than you. This cannot happen. And I don't believe, you know, Jean was always like, my destiny's not set. And this was just horrible to Rachel for such a long time. And, you know, I think the biggest misstep Marvel's done is when you, when they had Rachel in the cut, because she's currently not in the series anymore. Another, another complaint. Um, But when, when they brought Jean from uh, the past, when they had young Jean come in and they had Rachel and Jean meet, there really wasn't nothing to it. And that should have been a moment for... It should have been. It should have been... And I blame Bendis. Bendis didn't write it. He's like, there's not a story I want to tell, which is fine. He, you know, you know, it, I'm just a fanboy bitch is what this is about to be. <laughs> All right. So in that series, Beast... Spoiler alert. Uh, Cyclops kills Professor X. Beast is distraught enough to build a time cube to get the five original X-Men back from the past so he can show them their future and so Cyclops won't grow up to be an asshole. That's kind of what it is, but they end up staying. And uh, so they, they stay and they're going to get trained by the X-Men and to be X-Men, I, you know, it's, it's kind of hazy how that all works. However, Bendis has Kitty Pride train the young x-men and she has kitty pride who's a fine x-men i love kitty train gene gray how to be a psychic and i'm like you got rachel over here that's her job that's what she does that's right hell you got emma over there emma could do it well, emma was kind of powerless but she knew how to do it oh we'll just do kitty and it just on a fundamental level and a fan just bothered me and the other thing that bothered me I'll, a bit the other bitch i'll have is so the storyline before that they had a, all, all these phoenix forces coming and they were like Hope Summers, who's you Google that nightmare, <laughs> <laughs> and and was like she's gonna be the host of the Phoenix, and no one knows how to talk to her except Iron Fist for some reason. I'm like, Rachel's over here, and I had it for like ten years. There's, like, there's <laughs> Rachel. She's Rachel right there. She's right there. She could have just. I'm not saying she could. I don't want her to host it again, but I'd like her. To like, I have some experience of this. Like, hello, I've been there. I've, uh, but once again, she gets forgotten. Um, one of the one of all my bucket list of things to do in my life is to have lunch with Chris Claremont and just discuss Rachel Summers. <laughs> That's all I want to do. I, I'm a sad individual, but I'm a fanboy. So, do you I, know? Um, I went to uh, Wizard World Comic Con in um, New Orleans knowledge. a few years ago, and Cl- Chris Claremont was there. Yeah, he tours. And did a panel, and it was amazing. And he talked a lot about the whys and the hows and the. That's what he does. He's going to be, or he was, is going to be in Houston, or I just missed him. I had thought about going to see him. But um, this year at uh, Comic Con in New Orleans is uh, Art Adams, who's one of my f- favorite Marvel artists. Mm hmm. And uh, I'm going to hope to get there early enough so I can get a sketch. I'll probably pay through the nose, but it's worth it. Awesome. <laughs> oh, speaking of comic cons. Yeah, oh yeah, we're going. We're going to a, a comic convention on in a few days. <laughs> I'm very excited, um, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> Please tell us why. We're going to the Pensacola Comic Book Convention. Uh, 
I, I didn't expect a lot from this one because it's uh, it's kind of small-ish yeah. as far as cons go. Um, and I was looking at their guest list, and um, this was a while ago, and it didn't seem all that impressive. Some, you know, people here and there that I was like, ah, you know. But um, Adrian Paul's going to be there. And your husband can't go. And my husband can't go. Adrian he? Paul, the Highlander from, this, from the series and a couple of movies. Um Oh my God! Another man crush. I'm not gonna lie. So you're excited to meet Adrian Paul. Oh my God! I guess we're going to get there early, but we'll get there early. Oh my God! Well, Friday night, which we're not going to be able to make, um, he's doing this uh, the Sword Experience Ooh. with Adrian Paul. You can go, and he teaches like these lessons on sword play. I don't know. I don't care. I don't, <laughs> wouldn't even matter. But uh, I am so 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 excited to see this guy. He was he. Uh, Highlander, Highlander is like one of my all-time favorite um, stories, I guess I could say. I, I love the first movie. The rest of the movies kind of sucked. But the series was amazing. The first Highlander movie I saw was the second one. That's just sad. <laughs> that is the worst thing you could and have I'm ever like, done. It's not bad, <laughs> but mainly because <laughs> I don't have context. <laughs> I... I um oh <laughs> Scotty. I remember seeing I remember I remember paying money to see it. It was I was in middle school or high school when it came out. I can't remember. And uh we had the old school satellites where you had to go out and crank to find the satellite to to watch the channels. Really? Oh yeah. yeah. So we had you know those those big, you know, eighties kind of you know, nineteen eighties dishes, right? And so, you know, um if you had the money you could have a, a, a remote that would find like Tailstar One and pick up all the channels on, on the, but they were all on different satellites. So if I wanted to watch, I, Comedy Central started around this time, and so I, you know at that age I was watching a lot of Comedy Central. It was two networks, Comedy Central and Ha, at the time, but they were on different satellites. Huh. And so if I wanted to watch, if Comedy Central got boring, I would go outside and, and crank crank to, it to the <laughs> other satellite where Ha was. Or my mother was really into CMT, so we wa- so we watched a lot of CMT in the National Network, which were also on two satellites, different satellites. So crank them to the other satellites. One of the satellites was nothing but a pay for movie channel, okay, site. And so, you know, you paid three ninety nine. I guess it was three ninety nine a movie, if I remember. It wasn't very much. And uh, so you get first run movies, you know, awesome. You know, like you do pay-per-view now, and uh, they would beam them down, and so you would watch, watch them, you know, like pay-per-view, you know, and Channel 2 is, you know, every four hour or every, I mean, how long the movie runs. Right. They would show this one movie. And so, uh, that's how I saw Highlander 2, The Quickening, right? Yes. Ooh, good. And so, the only time I... believe I, so. All I remember is that it's in a dystopian future, and people are on a hover skateboard-looking things. It was so bad, Scotty. It was not even. I mean, it's so bad that it's not even recognized. Oh, I know, I know. It's, the fans all. are not. Are, are, I mean, it's not. <laughs> so, did, did you go back and watch the original movie? I've seen. I've only seen two. I've seen uh, Highlander two and the original, and, and I love the original. The original's all right. I've got movie. all the movies. <laughs> all right, we're and I've got the entire Highlander. series. Highlander, and I've watched a couple episodes of the series, and, and I it didn't catch my interest, but. I will give it another shot. You should watch it. I have the whole series. You're welcome to borrow it. It's um, it's um, the series is fantastic. It it 
it goes into a lot more of the history of the immortals than the movies do. Of course, it can because it lasts. Oh, longer. right. It, it had um, a good run, like ten years. How long? It's it was pretty. How many seasons? So, I don't know. Gosh, seven, eight, nine, something like that. Long run for a TV series, right. especially for a syndicated series. But um, it's just fantastic. And Adrian Paul, I've always just been in love with, who started out as a professional dancer, which is why his um, sword play is so beautiful to me to watch. Right. Plus, he's so beautiful to watch. So. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm very excited about Comic-Con. See who else is going to be there? I'm looking at the list now. I'm excited to see Tim Ross because uh, I love Tim Ross. I do too. I like uh, Tuvok from Star Trek Voyager. If you're not really familiar about that, he was actually one of my favorite Vulcans. Um, and uh, so I used to play this Star Trek collectible card game, and so I have a bunch of cards left over. And so every time I go to a show, when I find someone who's there, I get them to sign a card. Tim Ross will be signing a card for me. Awesome. Uh, and so uh, Zach uh, Galligan. Uh, who was Billy? Who's also going to be at ShockerCon? So you know, there's a double a double dose to him. Okay. I'm getting a Billy action figure signed by him, but I'm going to wait till West when we get to West Virginia. Uh, I need I need more toys. So Amazon. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, so Adrian Paul is going to be there. William Cat, who is the greatest American hero, which is the <laughs> our theme song. Our theme song is is the you know, Dennis Robbins is going to be there, which is bizarre. Uh, Alex Vincent, who was uh, in Child's Play. Uh, Eugene Clark, who was in Land of the Dead, uh, DMC of uh, Run DMC. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. So it's got a oh, Chuck Wagner from Auto Man, which I think is great. So um, we had a conversation about Auto Man a couple weeks ago. So with some friends, trying like, do you remember Auto Man? But I don't remember Auto Man. Auto Man came out in the early '80s, and it had it was about a guy who was a computer. And uh, he could be a hologram of a dude, and a superhero, and he had a an auto car and an autocopter. How did I miss that? Uh, early eighties, early it was like post Tron, early eighties, and it's it's got uh, Chuck Wagner as Auto Man, and his, his uh, I guess his sidekick or the the human guy element was Desi Arnaz Jr. Oh my gosh! Yeah, really, Auto Man. If you're not familiar with Ottoman, I in the in on the website version of this podcast, you'll see it in below in the show notes. I will post the 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 um, opening credit scene for you from YouTube, and I will show it to Stephanie after we're done with podcasting, so she can see it. That'll be great. So, uh, me and Drew, who um, you know, the guy who directed Convergence and uh, who also co-hosts um, Rebellion Women, uh, we keep you know, we had a great conversation about old '80s. TV shows and what we remembered. I'd, I'd like to figure out a way how to do that as a show, but um, because we talked about Auto Man and we talked and we were showing all these like uh, uh, another world or other world. I was about to say another, another world. world. Do you watch watch a no, uh, other world. Okay, uh, which is uh, came out in '85 on CBS. I, it's weird. I know like network times dates. Of TV shows, but that's I, your superpower. Yeah, but I barely remember like people's names or their birth dates or like my family. I can tell you like when any of my family's birthdays is. Uh, I'm terrible <laughs> but, with birthdays. I. But I can tell you like you know, and, and on, on September's eighth, that's when the first episode of So and So can. If it weren't for Facebook, I Word. wouldn't know anybody's birthday. Oh, thank you, Facebook. And I feel bad. Thank you, Mark Zuckerberg. Um, so my um best friend who I've known 
forever, forever. Her birthday was this month. <laughs> and I knew it was on August. And like two months ago, I'm like, I'm going to like remember her birthday. I'm going to remember her birthday. I'm going to remember her birthday. So I checked my calendar today. Her birthday was like last week. And I totally missed it because she refuses to put it on Facebook. That's, that's her fault. So this is my PSA to people. Those of us who cannot remember things at all, please put your birthdays on Facebook. Don't even put the right year of year for yeah. the year. Please, please, please put your birthday on Facebook. Uh, speaking of birthdays, we can celebrate mine this weekend while we're in Pensacola. I know. I'm excited. <laughs> mine, is, mine is next Wednesday, so. We'll probably be podcasting or airing a podcast, one or the other. <laughs> That'll be fun. That will be fun. We should podcast and then go out. Or we should just drink here and podcast. Or We'll do something. We'll do something. <laughs> we'll do something. I know we're going to do, I mean, I'm bringing equipment with us when we go to Pensacola. So, you know, there'll be some podcasting of some sorts and there'll be some stuff, some stuff going on. So we'll have content for next week from our adventures at Pensacola Comic Con. So that'll be awesome. So that, that's cool. Um, so let's let's talk about the other big thing. So Thursday during the Olympics, here I am watching the Olympics. Okay, I'm happy to watch the Olympics. Oh, I have been watching yes. the Olympics, but there's a specific reason why I'm watching the Olympics. I know why you watch the Olympics because Star Wars: The uh, Rogue One's story trailer hit. Oh. so I watch. Yes, just uh, an, just some amazing Olympic feats. Uh, I watched Michael Phelps, who I, you know, you know, I know earlier I said that uh, I'm, I wasn't a fan of uh, fish people, but except for Michael Phelps, Michael Phelps, I can, I can be okay with um, being a fish because he's amazing uh, as a fish person. Yes. I would like more. She's pointing at like alcohol. I'm like, yes, I, I'm empty. I would like, more. I'm, I'm pouring him some more champagne. By the way, we've almost killed this entire bottle of champagne. We're celebrating. We are. We do accept gifts by the way, for our 50th <laughs> episode. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. We would totally. I'm looking up something. That's why we're stalling. Keep, keep, uh... Okay, so you're you're I I can't really talk a whole lot about the Olympics because I did not watch have, any of them. I don't you, like the Olympics. Why don't you like the Olympics? I don't know. It bores me. Uh, you know, <laughs> I just can't. I can't answer that for you, Scotty. I'm sorry. Really? Just just. Uh. Um, I I don't get in. I'm so anti-American when it comes to the Olympics. I just don't care. I think it's amazing what these people can do. I, and I'll go back and like look at the winners, and I will um, look at pictures. And um, I'm kind of outraged that the women on the beach volleyball team wear underwear, where the men are fully clothed on their beach volleyball teams. That's kind of weird well, to I me. Watched, I watched some women who were clothed on beach volleyball i don't know oh yeah i've seen like you know they had long pants and well some of them i saw were like had like underwear up their butt and whatever right which is fine as long as the men are also clothed that way but anyway the point no 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 let me if we're gonna have this discussion let me let me put it to you this way what if it's their choice well, I think that's awesome then. then uh, so, but there were some there were some comments from oh, some of the players saying that uh, their clothing was uncomfortable because they had to keep digging it well, out well, of then, their. Then maybe tracks. it wasn't their choice. I, I don't know. I, there was some terrible commentary. NBC's been terrible. It has been terrible. Too, like, and, and the rest of the media has been super sexist and super just uh, racist and everything. Oh, like I have been paying attention to the soccer though. 
Well, of course, you, you like the football. I like the football. Um, so I, I was watching Michael Phelps be the greatest fish man he could be. And uh, so I'm waiting for the, the trailer. And I, um, I you know, I'm watching. I, I got to see uh, Simone Manuel um, win the gold medal swimming. For, uh, what was it? The, for, uh, she was the first African-American woman to, to win that event in history. Right. And it was, I mean, watching her reaction to like, holy, I won? <laughs> <laughs> was ama- I like that. I sw- you know, I, I can't swim. I, I don't know how, but I like watching it. <laughs> and, you know, to me, watching, you know, those people give, I mean, because I, I, I know how hard it is. You know, I'm not, I don't watch all the Olympics. Uh, you right. Know, you know, I respect cyclists. I don't care. <laughs> um, I wish, I, ping pong. I, you know, yeah. table tennis. I, I, you know. I like the gymnastics. I like watching the gymnastics. I stuff think it's kind of interesting, yeah. but I'm not. I don't just sit here and watch it. I've been vegging out this this year over it, so I've enjoyed it. So, so I, I'm watching you know our illustrious winners from from uh, I guess Atlantis, which is a you know a subsidiary of America, because <laughs> that only explains Michael Phelps. Um, waiting, I had I waited to near about the end of the Olympic coverage for for the evening until the news break. To catch the Rogue One trailer, and so I did the the nerdy thing. I did like I did uh, I I did this last year with the Force Awakens trailer, but I had some buddies with me. So this is me by myself. I had the iPad I set up, and I recorded my reaction to it. We posted it as a video, so you guys can watch it. But it was a uh, oh my god! I think this may be my favorite Star Wars film. Yeah, it it looks amazing. I mean, amazing. It looks like. <sighs> It's it's a darker, grittier, but like in a kinda, good way. But in a good way, not a bad way. It's like a really it's, good like. It's not like, and I like Nolan's Batman's. I, it's not taking Nolan's back. You know, well, let's make them grittier to make grittier. I think there's story in here. And right. It's it's just great. It's like uh, the only way I could describe it, and this is so. It's not even a correct way to describe it because all of Star Wars is fault for adults. I think we all love them, but this I is a disagree. Well, okay, Star Wars are for kids. Yeah, I we mean, wouldn't but, like it if we. What I'm saying is, is Star Wars. Everybody can love Star Wars. I, I think so. I think this a, is like an a Star Wars for adults. I mean, it looked. Yeah, it wasn't. A, it wasn't kitty in any it, way. It was like a war film, I mean, right? That's it, what I'm saying, yeah, so. and it's. I, I, it I'm just, curious the marketing for this. I, I, I assume this film will be PG-13, but so was the last one. But the last one was was marketed with the whole, you know, the magic and wonder Star Wars is back. This is not the magic and wonder. No. This is this is, you know, people are dying. People are dying. A lot of people are going to die in this movie, and um, you're going to have to, you know, sometimes you may have that have that. Uncomfortable conversation about life and death with your kid. Maybe that's how you choose to do it. But you know, it's I don't know. I'll be curious. Um, here, here's something I do know. Uh, so last year at uh, for Force Awakens, they had a big push from Hasbro and and Star Wars, uh, Lucasfilm, and Disney for the release of the toys. Uh, and they called it Force Friday, and so we did some coverage of it. We were at a Toys R Us, and it was the f- it was a midnight premiere of where you could get the toys first, and it was the really the first time most people got to see characters and things from the film because right. you know this was in September, and the film wasn't out to December, much like now. They announced that they were going to do this in San Diego last year, 
this year, we have a release date for the toys, which is September 30th. No one's saying anything about doing another Force Friday, which I find interesting. I also huh. find interesting that uh, thanks to some, you know, I, it's it's funny. Um, I got back into action figure collecting through a podcast. Um, I there's a they're great podcast called uh, network out there called the Galaxy of Toys, and it's from a bunch of these guys from um, the Northwest. So they're 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 uh, they're in Washington State, and. You know, I, my whole thing was like, well, I like vintage. I used to collect, and I, I like the, t- and I had them as a kid, so I like hearing stories about, you know, you know those those toys from when I was a kid. And I thought I could get away with just like living vicariously through these guys, right? Uh, but no, I'm, I'm not doing so well now. I'm like buying a few from here and there, and it's like, oh, this is maybe becoming a problem. <laughs> but um, I'm I'm really impressed with a show called Toy Run. And it's run by two guys who run two websites, uh, JediBusiness.com, which I highly recommend if you've not been to. If you, I mean. I don't like. I don't have to buy a lot of things because I can go to JediBusiness.com and he's got a full archive of stuff, so I can nice. click through the pictures and say, like, "Oh, because some of the, especially the vintage stuff and some of the newer stuff, are I just I, I can't get because it's just way pricey." But I can look at it; it makes right. me feel good. And then the other one is called For Lom, uh, from Forlom to Zuckus, and uh, that's a a guy who I'm starting to get to know named Jake Stevens, who uh, I, I highly respect. And but we were all they were talking on the podcast about how there's you know. They had a, there was a leak on their last show where they had you know a list of what toys were coming out on the thirtieth, speculative, and it's a lot less than it was in Force Friday. Now two two things a thought here on this. One is that maybe the big push was because that was the first Star Wars movie and. Since 05, so almost 10 years. Right. So we want to remind people of Star Wars and the Star Wars has merchandising. The other one is that maybe it's because it's so dark. I don't really want to make a lot of action figures of stormtroopers who really kill people. And I mean, you know, the, and the toys that are coming out are great. But, you know, I got this feeling that they're not, not doing as big as a push. Now, this could all go to hell after Labor Day when, when right. like, Disney goes, OK, we're going to go do because I hear rumors on the Internet. They're going to they're going to call it Rogue, Rogue Friday. But, uh, you know. I don't know if that's much more rumors than wishful thinking. Hmm. Because, I mean, for Force Friday, I mean, we, like I said, we participated, but, you know, Disney had a whole push, you know, where they, you know, they had celebrity unboxings who, you know, opened up the toy. I mean, I mean, it was, it was unlike. So it, is there a Toys R Us in West Virginia yes, where we're going? Yeah. The, yeah. That's good. Because so we'll if, be, we'll, if this happens, yeah, we we'll will be there. there. The, the, another reason why I had scheduled our trip like that was in case there's a Rogue Friday. Um, I have a good relate, or I had a good relationship with Toys R Us up there because um, we shot it up there last year. I'd like to do it again, but I, yeah, we're in a holding pattern. I'm really curious about it though because you know it, it's a it's kind of fun. It's it's good to see people lined up and and, and it was great because it was all these generations of people. You know, I, I I saw three generations of Star Wars fans. You know, I saw you know I saw parents who had their kids when they were kids. You know. You know, they had the toys and they're sharing it. Plus, their parents with them who bought them the toys in the first place. Right. And so, there's three generations of just enjoying. And you know, we you know we didn't know anything about the Force Awakens outside of the trailer. So we were speculating. And we were and, and so um, I'm going to post that video in on the Facebook page in um, September in a couple of weeks, and that's going to be part of the Facebook page for what I'm pinning on that. So everyone can kind of see that. Hopefully, we'll make another. One. I really want to. If not, we'll go to a 24 hour Walmart. And we'll we'll we'll. we'll We'll see if we can find some stuff. And, there you go. You know, we'll, we'll do it. We'll make our own Rogue One, <laughs> our, our own Rogue Friday. 
But back to the trailer itself. I, I thought it was great. Uh, I like seeing all the... I mean, we saw the U-Wing, which is this great new-looking Starfighter transport thing. Um, I wish I knew all the characters' names because they're... They're amazing. They're, they're, they are, but they're like... They're not like Han or Luke or Leia. Like, they don't stick to my brain like that. And I don't know if it's because I'm getting older or they're just weirder. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think it's because we don't know them. I mean, that's just what it is. That's true. You know, it's just they're not familiar but yet. I think I picked up on, like, Ray and Finn a lot and Poe because they're these one-syllable kind of names and, like, right. they stick in the brain. These are, like, um, was it Jen Erso and... Uh, that's far. The- <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'd have I'd have to Google it. Right, I'd have to Google it. And I'm and I'm ashamed of the fact that I'd have to Google it. I I feel like I failed as a fan because I have to Google it. It's maybe because I am showing my age on it. I don't know. I'm still excited to see it all though. And I think, you know, I, I you know, I, I'm really just want to see you know, Jen just be like. Uh, just an ass kicker. She looks like she's going to be an ass kicker. And it's going to be so great. excited to see that. I'm curious how they're, you know, if they're, you know, we see a glimpse of Vader. I'd like to see how much Vader's in that, in that. But, uh, you know, the villain of the film is Kendrick. I remember, you know, director Kendrick. There you go. Or Kinnick. I think Kinnick is his name. And uh, he looks cool. He does look cool. Cape and all. I'm like, just walk in like a baller. Don't (laughs) care if I get it wet on Scar. I like I know planet names and stuff, and I can't think of characters' names. It's weird. I don't know. It's weird. I don't know. And the na- the actors in this one, yeah, I think you know, great actors. Oh yeah, well, let's just you know what I'm going to solve all of this. You're what just going to look. I'm just going to IMD. I'm going to IMD. Well, Forrest Whitaker. Oh, Forrest Whitaker's in it, and uh, Felicity Jones. Jones is Felicity Jones. Mm-hmm. Felicity Jones. Look at both of us. We are, ah. uh, the Mopcast isn't really prepared on stuff. You have to understand. It's not what we do. This is how we roll. Okay, so yeah, you got the the Bodhi Rook. His character looks really cool. So which one is Bodhi Rook? That's that really the one that's um, kind of like the he, yeah, he was the one wiping out all the. Um, oh, so he's uh, like the kung fu, the blind guy yes. with the with the, with the yes. bow staff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one I'm looking at. That's that's the character name. There's going to be some really... Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Uh, so, Jen Erso. Uh, oh, no, I was wrong. No. That's... This is this guy. I can't pronounce that name. I was uh, wrong. I lied. So, uh, Chirrut Emily? I sure. Would, sure, I'll go with that. <laughs> Chirrut Emily. There See, you go. it's not like Steve. <laughs> no, these are these are hard names. Uh, so, uh, the other guy is Captain Cassian Andor, which is Diego Luna. Uh, Alan Tudyk is K2SO. Oh, I love him. Who's a seven-foot droid who kills people. Jimmy Smith is showing up as Bail Organa, which I think is cool. That is cool. This guy looks familiar. Forrest Whitaker is Saul Guerrero, who was in the Clone Wars. Yep, it's going to be great. Uh, oh, say Warwick Davis has got a, a an appearance, so that's cool. There's so many people. I want to be in a Star Wars movie. Someone put me in a Star Wars movie. I want to be in a Star... J.J. Abrams, um, if you're listening to this, we would like to be in a Star Wars oh, no, movie. No, 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 no. Because J.J.'s now. JJ, he's JJ, not doing it again? No, he's not doing it. No, he's not. So, so, so who you really should ask is Kath- Kathleen Kennedy. 
I would like to be in a Star <laughs> Wars movie, please. Whoever is going to make Kathleen the next Kennedy, one. if you're listening to this podcast, yes, please. We would like. We would like. We would like to be in a Star Wars movie. I, 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 and if I could carry a blaster, that's all I really want. I want. I mean, be I have a, to fire it. I just want to look cool with it. I want to be a stormtrooper. Okay, I, just, I don't want to wear a mask. I want to know that's me. <laughs> Uh, well, that's true, but I, you know how I am about the stormtroopers. I got you. I got I've got you. a stormtrooper thing. Y- you do have a stormtrooper thing. I do. Um, your They're husband's probably got armor in the back for you too. I don't want to end up your journey. <laughs> I wish I wanted to buy the um, Captain Phasma armor, but it's like two thousand dollars. Yeah, well, save for it. You got enough. Yeah, but I can spend two thousand dollars on other stuff. <laughs> it's like it's like I'm like I really want to, but I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> All right. Um, I guess I got. As close as I probably will get to Star Wars today. Yes, you did. I, I want to I talk about this. I want to toot my own horn for a moment. So I mentioned earlier that I did a, a reaction video. And uh, so last week on the Star Wars show, which is Lucasfilm's official show about Star Wars, as a YouTube show. It uh, every, airs every week. It's really great. Um, they asked for um, Road One reaction videos. And I, I was going to make one anyway from the network because that's what we do. And so I went ahead and tagged it. They put it in there in this compilation of other people watching Star Wars. So there's like you know 11, 12 of us, different people right. watching watching Star Wars, and so I got tickled seeing that. It was great. I mean, can you imagine how many thousands of people probably submitted videos? See, I think of the opposite. Where like like five people, you know, like five more, you know, like twenty people total did this. <laughs> no, there's probably way more. Because I'm that. like, they should. Why did they pick me? And it's, it's because really... you looked the look on your face. You look like a child on Christmas morning. Because <laughs> I am a giant toddler. Before <laughs> we get along well. <laughs> it was like I was. I watched. I was so jealous because um, you know I had to work that night. Right. We otherwise we'd have done this video together. Right. And so. Um, so next year, next Star Wars. We'll next, go. yes, I'll just make sure that I don't work because that's, you know, maybe I won't have to work next year. I don't know, but anyway, I um, hope you have a job. <laughs> Jobs are good. <laughs> maybe I'll be working for the Mopcast Network. I hope so. That'd be great. It'd be great that way. You We're know. not making money yet, but maybe well, maybe next year. Wishful thinking. <laughs> cheers to that. Cheers to a hundred episodes. You know? <laughs> But anyway, I watched your video and I just was, I had a huge smile on my face just watching your reaction. It was adorable. It was adorable. I I like Star Wars. I have this really weird relationship with Star Wars. And, and I think, well, I know a lot of people do. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I'm the only one. But I think maybe it's different for us who were born in 77. So we're as old as Star Wars is. Um, we don't know a time without it. And it was so ingrained in our pop culture, I honestly believe it's a part of my DNA. Well, I I mean, I'm a little bit older than you, but I rem- I was five when I watched the first movie. Right. And I just, it was amazing. I mean, I remember how amazing it was. You know, even at that age, right? Well, so. yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's fantastic. I so. mean, I, you know, it's it's great. Oh. Um. I'll post a link to the Star Wars show at the bottom of this, too. We're at ninety minutes, or no, no, we're not. We're at a little over an hour. I was reading wrong. All right. Well, what is this that you brought us? Oh, that's that's for later. We're not going to taste N- this here. No, we're not because it's a. 
I think that's more of a visual thing. Oh, okay. Uh, so, so watch it. There's a special video coming, so just wait for that. We'll we'll do. You know, we're gonna do this right after the podcast, but um, it'll it, it, there's a story with it. But I'll tell it for the next podcast or on the video. So, see, it gives you guys something to watch. I thought we were like at 90 minutes, but we're at an hour. We're a little over an hour, so we're good. We're good. We're good. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to, you know, just go on and on about boring stuff. It was not boring. I oh, I don't think this it was is at a all. fantastic podcast. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm always worried that, like, you know, <laughs> why are they talking about this? I'm like, I just. I know, well, I've been listening to a lot of Harmontown, and I think his insecurity is, is getting to me. If, if you know, <laughs> our fans that are listening have anything that they would like us to talk about, they could just post it or tweet it to us or I'm facebook a, it to I, us or, or you know better yet I, just tweet whatever. that you listen to it <laughs> yeah tweet that you listen to it we'll, we'll, take, we'll, we'll take that that's it we'll um we'll we'll facebook stalk or twitter stalk you guys and figure out what you like <laughs> oh yeah i suppose i will i'm a crowd pleaser she's a crowd pleaser i got you i'm worried see i don't even want to look at comments because there's like you're terrible and fat and ugly and a troll i'm like hey i know that but why are you telling me again (laughs) but this is a podcast you can't see me Uh, you just feel it oozing from the microphone uh all right what else is going on um i think we've covered well, we've covered most everything. The one thing that I wanted to talk about was The Walking Dead, but that's a very long subject. Let's save The Walking Dead for next week. We'll save The Walking Dead for next week. We'll do The Walking Dead next week, because I don't... I'm, well, that's another thing. I am See, like, like, I, I so feel behind. Like you are I'm glad we have a Walking Dead expert. Yeah. I'm glad we have one now. You are so behind. Oh, and, yeah. I'm way behind. And I like... Um, yeah. So do you watch the after show? I do. The Talking Dead. I... I, I I have toyed around a lot of times of doing an after show of just the after show. <laughs> Talking about the talking, talking dead. dead. Nice. Just like. Just, well, you, you would need to actually it. watch The Walking Dead then. No, I just watch The Talking Dead. I don't care about the spoilers. I'm two and a half seasons behind or three seasons behind. Oh. I know Negan's going to kill someone. Probably not Carl and probably not um, um, Rick because it's Rick's show. Probably not Daryl because the housewife. Well, do you read the comics? Oh yeah, Glenn died in the Okay. In, yeah. So that's Spoiler, my that's, Glenn. well, I mean, you know, that's my theory. They're gonna go Glenn. Well, it's time. He's almost died twice. It's yeah, time. Yeah, but see they, they did that tease. I, I think as a writer self it's self defeating if you do that. So Maybe. my thought my thought on that well, I guess we're talking about the Walking Dead. Oh uh, briefly. Briefly. Uh if, if who I think Negan kills, mm-hmm. I think it's one. There's a big theory about there's gonna be more than one. And most people are thinking Abraham. Because he's you know kind of useless. He's expendable. He's yeah, expendable. Um, I think Maggie. I don't think Maggie. I don't think Maggie. And, and I, I'll tell you why Maggie. Okay. Because Glenn dies in the comics and made Maggie a stronger character. She had to do right. all the stuff. I think they'll do the reverse and make Glenn even more badass. That's terrible. Right, so. I just hope it's not Daryl. You know. Daryl won't. Because, you know, he's not in the comics, so technically he's expendable he's as far expendable. as storyline goes. The, the Have you seen the trailer? Canceled. The, the, it, I know. The, the moment they ki- killed Daryl Dixon, canceled. Like, if 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 uh, Norman Reedus is like, I want to do another show, they're just kind of the end of the show. They're going to have to. You can't do it with. I'm sorry, you can't do it with. No, I would be upset. Most people are like, when there's none of Daryl, they're not watching Daryl episodes. They're sad. They're like, <sighs> "Where's Daryl?" Right. Oh, I'm I'm one of. Oh, them. great! It's another Carol episode. <laughs> Just, oh, I love Carol. Though. Oh, 
Carol's hardcore. I like her development. I mean, like I said, I watched it up to uh, Beth in Atlanta. And I know the spoilers since then, but, you know, because, you know, unfortunately, I'm the pop culture Native American spot guy, spirit guide. I'm on the internet. And so, <laughs> you know, you know, and it's, it's not that I didn't like the show. I just ran out of time and just hadn't went back to it. And it'll, it, I'm hoping to catch it. When they do, you know, AMC is great about like doing like a three day marathon of a walk. They've already day. done it, and they'll do it again though. I hope. Oh yeah, because yeah. it'll be awesome. Because you know, limited programming, and so <laughs> I, I think uh, I'll catch it then when I have some time, and then so I can like I'm vegging out today and watching from Beth on, and so all right, so good deal. So I, th- I think it's I think we should do bets when it, we find out in October, right? Because it's, uh, it's yeah in October because it's a. Uh, I think Fear the Walking Dead's got a six-week run or an eight-week run, and then I think there's a week break, and then it goes to the Walking, Walking Dead. Dead. I don't watch a little bit of Fear. I, I think I think this season where they're going into Mexico seems interesting, and I may DVR and watch it. I, you know, I watched the first season. And or the first part of the, I don't know how these seasons break down. So, so I watched I watched several episodes and then I started you know DVRing it, and um, it it is just one of all of a sudden it's like I would go to watch all my shows that I DVR because I'm not home a lot so I don't watch them as they show. Right. So I would go and watch all my shows and I would watch you know all the other things I recorded and I'd get to that one I'm like eh. And not watch it, oh, and then no. until there were several that I, okay. and then I just deleted it without watching them, and now I'm like maybe I should go back and watch, but um, it just didn't grab my attention. It's a slow burn. I mean, I, I watched, I didn't watch all the season. I watched some episodes. I, I watched the first few, and then watched the last couple. I missed some in the middle, but uh, here's the sad thing: I don't think I missed a lot mm-hmm. in Story Wars. But I think it's interesting, and I like. Um, I think it's Kim Davis who's in it, who was on. Uh, she played Joni in Deadwood, and she was in Treme, which are two shows I right. really love. And so, you know, I, I kind of want to give her the shout out, you know, the of the dad, and like I should watch this because I like her. But, right. But then again, I you know I like a lot of people in The Walking Dead, and I haven't seen, I haven't been there since like I don't know two years. So yeah. <sighs> but I'll get back to it. I promise. Well, good because that's all I'm going to talk about when when it starts. Oh, <laughs> oh my God! Did oh, you see cool. that oh, episode? Well, see, well, see that that gives me that gives me reason to watch it because i mean you know um i mean i had friends who watched it but i didn't have a lot of friends who were like let's talk about it I mean, it wasn't really like that you know especially when i was in west virginia and so uh yeah i mean if it's just, if it's something that we can share as an experience i'd love to i'll, I'll do that i mean I, we we watched more game of thrones than we did anything oh and so, that's my other jam yeah, right there game of thrones is good yeah Oh, I miss my Khaleesi. I just do. I, I love Game of Thrones. I do too. I, I, I really, really do. And I'm looking forward to Westworld. And that's uh, gonna be great. Oh, watch. Do you ever watch Justified? I do not. Oh, it's over. But it's it's. it's I did not. It's good. It's. I recommend Justified. It's like um, there's so many shows I need to see. It's. It's. it's I, I am not. Literally, I am not home enough to ever catch up on all oh, the shows you. that. I really want to watch. I do want to watch um, Rebels, though. That's one yeah, thing yeah, that I'm, I'm going to do. Get you watching I want to get caught up and then. Uh, and yeah, then I'm going to get you. I'm, I'm going to get you watching Rebels. Yeah, we're going to get you watching Rebels. You should just bring your um, Blu-ray over for, on your birthday. Right, well, we can do that. We can do that. 
Well, I think that's about it for us. Unless there's anything else of Walking Dead news you want to talk about. No, no, no. I just wanted to touch on how excited I am. Yay! Yay. We'll talk more about it next week. I may actually watch Fear of the Walking Dead Sunday and see if I can add some thoughts to it. I think I'm off Sunday. And so I may... Because I'm... There's a f- not enough episodes. I think so. I could probably AMC could probably just run them all that day, and they probably will right. get you caught, caught. I may watch. I may watch the runs, and they'd be like, "All right, all right." So this is what happened. But <laughs> we'll I'll check my DVR on that. Awesome. And Saturday we'll be at the Comic Con. Yeah, Saturday we'll be at the Comic Con. I mean, meeting Adrian Paul. I'm meeting Tim Russ. Well, I'm gonna meet Tim Russ too. Right, but that's what I'm really jazzed to say so. That's very cool. Awesome. Well, you can follow me at uh, on Twitter at, Sc- at Scotty White. Please do, because I post really interesting, fun things. Um, you can follow us at the network at, at Mobcast Network, which also posts very cool, awesome things. Um, uh, networks on Facebook at uh, Facebook.com slash Mobcast Network. Um, you can get to us from the website, Mobcast.com. Uh, Absolutely. You uh, can find me on Stephanie S. Ward 1. Or um, on the Facebook, Stephanie Stockwell Ward. Very cool. Um, this is our contribution to the multiverse. Go ahead and make yours. Woo! Woo! Bye! It's our Bye. 50th! I'm 50! I'm 50! I'm like a bunch of kick! I'm 50! like better jedi or the empire strikes back empire blasphemy empire had the better ending i mean luke gets his hand cut off finds out vader's his father uh hand gets frozen take away by boba fett it ends on such a down note i mean that's what life is a series of down endings all jedi had was a bunch of muppets she saw Thanks for listening. You can follow us on Twitter at Mopcast Network, on Facebook.com slash Mopcast Network, or just visit us at Mopcast.com. And remember, this is our contribution to the multiverse. Go out and make yours. Thank you for listening to the Mopcast Network.